You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with a good friend, uh, someone that Scott and I have gotten to know over the last couple of years, and it's been amazing to see just the journey that we've been on together, but it's all about connecting dots. It's all about relationships, and we are so excited to bring on Amy Sullivan Hicks, who is the president of ABC Carolinas, and talk a little bit about you know not only her background, but the organization, and let's talk a little bit about ABC Carolinas. Now, building is big business, and the Carolinas have seen the explosion uh, in growth over the last decade. Look at Uptown, South End, anywhere south of I-485 for proof. Uh, The Associated Builders and Contractors of the Carolinas is a trade group representing merit construction contractors in North Carolina and in South Carolina, uh, and they are in in charge of watching and building. Uh, Really, I guess they're in charge of everything when it comes to the building aspect of our tremendous growth, and Amy has an amazing background and she just became the new president and CEO, and she's here to join us on the Brown Butters podcast to talk about her work, um, and, and it's, it's going to be exciting. She's been in the construction industry for a very long time. We're both members of Carolina Built, which is a great organization. She is the, a person that connects dots on a daily basis, and if you need to know someone, Amy probably knows them. So this is going to be an amazing podcast. Amy, thank you so much for joining us on the Brown Butters podcast. You know, I should have done this a lot sooner because that, that just made me feel really good at that introduction. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's all true. It's all true. We're excited about it. Congratulations on your new position. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, there's there's no manual or no handbook on how to run a membership company during a pandemic, but I chose to do it. So I'm excited. No time in like the present. That's right. I remember (laughs) when you sent me your first email, I was like, you know what? Like Madame President, this like this signature is what Amy Sullivan Hicks was born to have. And you were like, I don't know about all that, but it is. And, and it's so exciting that an organization has given you that opportunity. Um, I've known you from the very beginning when we were on a board together for the Boy Scouts. You're now, you know, marketing director. You're on the executive board. You've done so many different things, uh, and it's going to be really exciting to learn more. So let's get let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about ABC's Carolinas. Yeah, tell us. Fantastic. Tell us, how do you like your new job? And tell us a little bit about your role there and what's going on. You know, it's an exciting time. Um, again, I, who, who starts a new job running a membership-based organization during a pandemic when we can't see people face-to-face? I do. You do. Um, you know, I've been a member of um, the Associated Builders and, of, and Contractors of the Carolinas since about 2012. So I've had exposure to the organization for a long time. Um, when I was approached to, you know, take a look at taking on this role, it excited me because I was at a point where I just felt like, it was time to do something different, to take all those relationships over the past 20 years. I started when I was 12. Um, <laughs> and to do something different with, with those connections. And this, set, this basically filled that need or that desire to do something different. So we are here, um, as Brian indicated, we are a national trade association. We do support uh, our general contractors, our subcontractors, suppliers and vendors. Uh, with the merit shop philosophy as well as free enterprise. Uh, we do that in so many different ways. Um, we are part of a national association. So we have a governmental affairs component to what we do. So we lobby to keep construction essential, to keep it safe, to support uh, those politicians that keep our industry um, vibrant and alive. We also have a 
apprenticeship program. So we are definitely workforce development based. Um, we have an electrical apprenticeship program based here in the Carolinas. And then on top of that, we have a safety program where we obviously want to keep our members' employees safe day in and day out. And then the, the fun part, not that, that all that is not fun, but the real fun part is the networking and the social aspect of ABC Carolinas. Um, again, been a little bit of a different year, but we are starting to have our socials come out. The number one thing we keep hearing is that people need to, to be around people. So that is it in a nutshell. Amen. 100%. We're looking forward to that. We're getting yeah. there. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> I miss my people. I miss my people. We definitely miss our people. <laughs> so how is it right now? Uh, you mentioned you have a lobbying or political arm. How is it right now uh, with, with the current environment in D.C. and the local governments uh, with you all's position and your goals that you're trying to achieve uh, in that well, space? <laughs> we, we have been very fortunate in that um, our efforts have been successful. I mean, I think that the constru construction industry as a whole has taken measures on its own to keep their employees safe as well as the employees' family safe. So I think that by continuing the safe practices of COVID, the CDC requirements, um, our industry will remain essential. I think we just have to be stay, stay steady and stay steadfast in those endeavors. Um, so, you know, as far as, as we are, you know, we, we continue every day to make sure that laws and legislation is passed to uh, keep that moving forward. So that is keeping us very busy. I love it. So I want to jump into um, kind of your career and, and maybe back up. And you are a, a UNCC grad. So right here, you've seen the growth uh, in Charlotte, but you've been a part of it. And I think, you know, as a woman, you have been um, an amazing mentor for other women, but you've shown the light. Like you've gotten all the way to, I don't want to say the top, because I think there's a lot of other things that you're going to be doing, but there's not that many women in the construction trade. Uh, maybe that, maybe back in the past, I think there's more that are coming in, but you're kind of creating that path and really leading the way, um, I want to know what is it like and how has that journey been from, you know, getting into the industry and now growing in the industry and then not only growing and, and, and becoming a president of this organization, but, but bringing women along with you and showing them the light and showing them that there can be a space in that construction area and it doesn't just need to be a, uh, a job that's controlled uh, by men. So tell me about that. You know, when I started down this journey in college, um, I, I wanted to be a cruise director, in all honesty. You know, I wanted to be the Julie McCoy of the Love Boat. I wanted to run an Airbnb. I wanted hospitality. I wanted people. And I embarked upon that journey. I started at Appalachian, and I looked at the program, and it, it just wasn't, it just didn't fit my weekend, my weekend activities. Oh, a, lot of, a lot of work was going to have to be done. So <laughs> I decided to go into business administrative business administration and marketing at UNC Charlotte. And during that journey, if I had known that there was a, you know, a, a real estate, a program that I could have gone through, or even a, a construction management program, you know, it just wasn't, I mean, it just wasn't offered to women. Like we didn't know about it. And if I had known that, uh, there's no telling what, what I would have done. But you know, my background started um, with leasing office space for an executive suite company. And in doing that for 13 years, I developed relationships that were in a variety, uh, develop, developers lease space from us, architects, 
uh, commercial real estate brokers were the source of our, our leads. So, you know, I, I built that, those relationships up all over all these years. Um, and through that, I think I dealt with maybe three women in commercial real estate um, in the Charlotte market, which I found, thought was interesting. And those women also helped mold me, um, you know, made me a little bit stronger, made me see the opportunity to be a mentor to other women in the industry. And you figure, you know, only three commercial real estate women probably back in the ninth, you know, late 1990s, um, which, by the way, are still in the industry today, which I think is awesome. Um, so, you know, taking that forward when the opportunity came to present itself when I was no longer with the other firm, um, I wanted to keep those 13 years of relationships. And, and they, like I said, they were commercial real estate related. And I didn't know how to do that. And then I discovered um, an accounting firm that hired me to do business development focused with on general contractors and developers. And that then again, expanded my network even more. And through that, I was working with females who were CPAs, who, you know, sort of building more of that, that female network. And then an opportunity presented itself where I was then able to parlay those relationships again to an engineering firm. And trust me, I am not an engineer. You do not want me to discuss dirt and soil and environmental concerns. You just don't want me to do it. <laughs> but they, they, they're very dangerous. But, <laughs> I think you can hold your own in that conversation. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I would, I would say I would not, that would not hold up in court, but I, I, could, I could talk my way through it. <laughs> so, you know, then when I went to work for the engineering firm, um, that even expanded my network even further. And I was then able to see all the opportunities that, that do exist for young women. And since the beginning, as Brian said, I've been here since the beginning of time, I, it feels like it has amazed me and it has been a wonderful experience watching more young women come into not only the commercial real estate industry, but being engineers, project managers, you know, presidents of companies that are within our industry. I lost in your bud. <laughs> hey, this virtual thing is right. not always ideal, but we're making it. Oh, that's right. So it, it has really delighted me to see that this industry grow and more females come into it. Um, you know, taking it to the next level where I am now. Um, the first question I was asked when I came on board was by the, uh, uh, the Charlotte council leader. And he handed me the list of all of our Charlotte council members. And he said, what do you see missing on this list? And I knew what he was getting at. This man has two daughters. And I said, there are very little women on this Charlotte Council ABC list. He said, well, what are we going to do about it? So I immediately picked up the phone and I called three ladies that I know who are, their companies are members. And I said, we need you to become more active. Would you be willing to do that? And the answer was yes. So I think that we all need to take a step back and look at who fills seats. And I'm not saying fill a seat to fill a seat. I think that person needs to be um, active, engaged, and involved. But take a look at who we surround ourselves with and see how we can change that up and make it more dynamic, more energetic, um, and more diverse at the same time. I love that. I mean, at the Dunstan Group, we're outnumbered, me and Scott, two to one, you know, <laughs> and, and that's on purpose. Um, you know, I think, I think it's amazing that you've been able to not only learn from the three that you mentioned, which is, is shocking that it was only three, right? Like that's shocking. But now you look at events that we've been able to be a part of and 
Um, you go in there and the room is is starting to change, right? It's starting mm-hmm. to, to change. And you see younger, you know, girls coming out of school and not only, not only maybe even before school that are focusing on going into the, this craft and then being able to get opportunity at a young age. Because if you get into that construction space at a young age and you're good at it, you, you can really make a good living um, out of that. And I think that's amazing because people can look up to you. Um, so, you know, I'm proud of you. I, I was so excited when you sent me a, um, an email that was like, don't worry, things are things are coming. I was like, what? <laughs> What's coming? And I told Scott, I'm like, something's happening. And then and then it was announced. And uh, and I think I can speak on behalf of me and Scott. And we're very proud of you and so happy that um, that you are the president and, and you deserve all of that. And you're going to do amazing things for them. Well, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. And Amy, you mentioned that ABC Carolinas is also a, a part of a bigger national trade group. Um, and which was founded on a merit shop philosophy. Can you explain what that means and why that's important? Absolutely. So um, merit shop, obviously, it's based on someone's merit um, and free enterprise. So, you know, when when our members go after after business, number one, we would do want it to be based upon their qualifications, obviously their merit, what they're capable of doing, as well as responsible bidding. So we focus in that area versus the controlled area of jobs being awarded. So tell me about with being a trade group, I think there's a lot of people that maybe are in the industry, maybe that aren't in the industry. Um, I mean, maybe if they're in a different industry and they don't even know that their organization can be part of a trade group and really what that brings Mm -hmm. to the table. uh, What does ABC's Carolinas do for its members? A variety of things. Um, one thing I will start with is, you know, obviously workforce development is a huge topic for all of us right now with what's going on at universities with the virtual learning, you know, parents spending a lot of money to send their kids to a four-year program when, when maybe they need to sort of take a step back and say, okay, it, not everybody is meant for a, cor- a four-year degree. They're just not meant for that curriculum. Um, so what ABC does provide nationally and locally is an apprenticeship program. Now in the in the Carolinas, we focus on the electrical component of that. And our desire is to expand the trades as we expand our, our program. But literally starting next week, I believe, we have uh, over 175 um, students coming in between um, the Charlotte office and the Triangle, virtually and in person, practicing all social requirements, social distancing requirements. But we are teaching programs to accreditate these young people as they come through the ranks to getting their electrical apprenticeship. Um, You know, nationally, we have other programs that support, you know, welding, um, a variety of other different um, areas as well. But workforce development, number one up front, we provide this in-house, takes it off of the hands of the company, and then their employees are are educated that way. Um, Secondly, obviously, the the governmental affairs side. Um, You know, politics isn't for everybody. Um, but we take that off of their, off of their plate for a small company, even a large company that wants to get involved. We do offer a governmental affairs committee where during a normal year, we will go to DC. We will go to Raleigh to speak with our representatives and to lobby in person for the causes that we believe in. So we do offer that to our members to take advantage of. And just like any organization, you get out what you put in, you know, I serve on a couple boards and. The only way to get out of an organization is to put into an organization. So the social aspect of what we do, um, we have seven councils within the Carolinas. Uh, They all represent a geographic location and every council 
literally has a council. We have people who provide, uh, you know, membership growth, uh, programming. They also serve on safety committees for those areas. So we also provide that that networking component of, of relationship building. That's what it's all about, building relationships and taking it to the next level from there. So I think that, you know, those are the three major benefits we bring to our employees. But at the same time, you know, I am asked a lot, well, I'm a general contractor. Why do I want to network with a bunch of general contractors? Well, number one, you may find yourself in a situation in a different city where you do need a union component to what you're doing. On the flip side, we do have members that are union-based. We They actually can join ABC and they also need maybe merit shop um, companies to help them complete their projects. Or general contract, contractors going into a different market and they need subs. They don't know subs in a particular region. They can use ABC nationally as a resource to find subs that they can do business with. Are you both in the, uh, are your members both in the commercial and residential spaces? Like from I would say the majority of our members are commercial. We don't, you know, mem- residential can join. They, they have their own organizations as well, but, you know, we, we, we welcome them all. But most of our members are commercially based. I love it. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I would love to know, so you watch TV shows and, and a new president's mm-hmm. announced and they walk into a boardroom and they're like, I'm here. This is what we're going to do. What was your first message? That was really loud. I apologize. I got aggressive. What was your first message as the president of ABC? And you don't have to go word for word, but I just want to know kind of where your your head was. I know we've had multiple conversations around it, and uh, I think it would be a very interesting story. Uh, My first message coming into this was that we are not going to do business the way we have done it. We're going to shake things up a little bit. We're going to make some changes that are positive. Obviously, we are supported by a board, and the board, I think, hired me based upon the fact that I am relationship-based. Um, I am going to get out there, um, and we're not going to sit behind our desk and say we're going to do stuff. We're going to do it. We're going to create experiences that people can talk about. They can develop relationships around. That was my first message. And 90 days into it, I, I, I can see I can see the light, so I can see it happening. So on that note, let's talk about where we are, um, not only as a country, but in the Carolinas. I think there's a lot of uh, of just uncertainty, right? I think that's the word that, that a lot of people can discuss. And I would love to hear, you know, what are the contractors saying? What are our projects continuing to move on? Are we are we seeing light at the end of the tunnel? And what can you tell the people of, of the Carolinas that'll kind of give us some hope, you know, because there's not much of that out there. And if you turn on the news or if you turn on the media, it's just a lot of negativity. And, and, you know, you can drive into the city this morning and there's still, you know, nine cranes building in Uptown, right? Like there's things going on. So I would love to know from your industry specifically, what are you guys seeing not only from a forecast, but hopefully tell me something good. No, absolutely. Um, Obviously I, I speak with general contractors every day and subs. And the number one thing they are saying is that Anything that is out of the ground continues to be out of the ground, obviously. Uh, very little job, job sites as of now have been shut down due to any um, corona-related, um, I guess, experiences. So that is good news. They are doing what they're supposed to do to keep the job sites safe. Um, from a, a moving forward basis, I'm hearing that architects are very busy right now, which means that things that had slowed down or maybe were put on the back burner are starting to pick up momentum. So, and obviously this is a political year. We have, we have a, a, little, a little election coming up in a couple of weeks now. Um, that is obviously a concern. So I, I, I can't say that 
the pandemic is 100% making things slow down, things during an election year do slow down, good or bad or indifferent. That's, you know, people, you know, tend to be a little bit cautious. But I think that what I'm hearing is that people are busy, projects are coming in. Uh, I have heard that the funding tends to be a little bit, a little bit slow. People are just taking their time in the, on the funding side, but that 2021 second quarter, first quarter, we have to get over the election. Second quarter, I hear, looks very promising. That is great to hear. That is great to hear. Mm-hmm. So you, you've you mentioned relationships so many times in this conversation. We're relationship people. I think that's why mm-hmm. we get along so well. Um, we love to be out and about. We love to be introduced. We love to develop those new relationships. Can you talk a little bit about, like, I, I think, a lot of organizations are curious how other organizations are handling this, right? Like business development, continuing to develop those relationships. Can you talk a little bit about how you all in ABC Carolinas are adapting and doing that in this environment? So prior, prior to coming on board with ABC, um, as I mentioned, I was with an engineering firm and during that time period, I saw a lot of companies um, making decisions to furlough, lay off um, what they consider to be overhead, marketing, business development. I cannot stress loudly enough the importance of keeping your business development and marketing people focused during this time, because those are the people that have the relationships. You can't treat business development like a spigot. You turn it off, you turn it on. Relationships are fluid. It's like a hose. The hose runs all the time. The water keeps coming out. So I implore people who are coming to this decision because I know there's, there's you know, people are reevaluating their books. Keep those people engaged because when the faucets are turned back on, if those people aren't there to continuously have those conversations, those conversations are going to stop. So I took that philosophy to ABC. And we have a staff of five where uh, three of us are in Charlotte, one is in Columbia and one is in Raleigh at this time. And again, we have councils and the councils have been just chomping at the bit to get out. And so we decided um, where, the, where, the, where the markets permitted themselves to do so to start having responsible face-to-face gatherings. And our first one was in Charleston at a bowling event, uh, 15 people, and we were practicing everything we were supposed to practice. I'm going to say that a thousand times so that nothing comes back to bite me. <laughs> and the number one thing that people said at that event was, thank you. You know, we have our relationships. We have our current relationships in place, but we need to meet new people. And it's hard to do that this way. So that was the first one we had. We had a second event in Charlotte at the Truliant Baseball Stadium. They did a 25-person batting practice, 25-person eating and drinking outside. And then we switched. And that event sold out immediately. And again, the number one thing I'm hearing is we all needed this. We needed to get out. We needed to meet people. And we, we've had several others. We had one in the triangle area, you know, 40 people, 20 people over here, 20 people over there. And I just think that people still need to be engaged in a responsible way. And if, and if, you're, and if you feel comfortable doing that, you know, ABC is here to facilitate those opportunities. So, you know, let me know. But I think that, you know, companies do need and organizations do need to create ways where people can stay in touch with people. Because number one, that, that that's critical in any company's sales development. I love it. 
So I'm gonna have a little bit of fun with both of you because I uh, have followed both of your journeys and your relationships and you guys are very similar. Um, one thing that I see on social media all the time is you guys like to comment after you go on vacation and say, when I grow up, I want to be Amy Sullivan Hicks. And when I grow up, I want to be Scott Dunstan. So we're going to play a little game here and we're going to talk about what now when I talk about this, both of them are avid fishermen. They're avid hunters. Um, they go all over the country. They go to some of the most beautiful places um, that you've ever seen. And, and I, I won't lie here. I'm super jealous when I see these pictures of y'all in Montana and Idaho and wherever else you go, Colorado. Um, I want to know, A, what has been, Amy, one of your most fun trips that you've been on recently? And then, Scott, you're going to have to follow up and tell us one of your fun trips. Ooh. I think He's we went to the same jealous. place. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same place and did the same thing. We did. We did. Of course you did. Of course you did. So, um, my husband and I got married in the Grand Teton at Jackson Lake Lodge four years ago this week. Congratulations. And so every year we say we're not going to go back, but every year we go back. So two weeks, I think, after Scott Dunstan <laughs> went to Idaho and to uh, Yellowstone. Um, anyway, we just got back two weeks ago from um, Wyoming. So we fished the, um, the Henry's Fork in Idaho, and we fished the um, Snake River. And in between, we hiked and ate and hiked and ate and had a great time between yeah. Wyoming and Montana. Oh, don't worry. I followed the, into all the pictures. <laughs> and when she says she went fishing, let me just tell you, she went fishing. All right. Like the, these fish were huge. Um, that's all. Scott, is this, so, is that your trip? It's so funny because, uh, I too got engaged in Jackson Hole to my wife a few years ago. <laughs> and I just, my no, father, they're not married y'all. They're not married uh, to each other. My, <laughs> My father-in-law and I just went to uh, went and drove through Wyoming and ended up in West Yellowstone and fished the Madison River uh, for three days and we we caught all kinds of trout and had a really good time um, and that was that was on the Montana side so we literally just did that in June um, and it was fantastic because we'd been so quarantined and and I'll tell mm -hmm. you if you need to fly right now Delta's the airline they they do it safely. Uh, they give you some room, and uh, we made sure to fly direct. But really, really cool trip. And yeah, uh, you know, I think I think uh, Amy's my sister from another mother. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> she is. Uh, There's some type of relationship there. Yeah, I like. I would like to thank Delta for sponsoring this podcast. That was uh, very nice of you. Um, well, Amy, you know, before we, we wrap this up, uh, you know, our audience, if they're in the industry, if they're not in the industry, maybe if they just want to connect with you, um, you know, maybe maybe they're they're a woman in a different industry and they just want to, you know, you know, see if they can can learn something from you. What's the best way to get in contact with you? What's the best way for organizations to get in contact with ABC's Carolina? Absolutely. Please email me at a s hicks at ABC Carolinas dot org or you can follow me um you can reach me via, via my linkedin glad to follow up with um connecting you know that's one thing i love to do is just connect people and it doesn't even have to be in our industry i just think that relationships are so important and i like to be a resource so i may meet may meet somebody who i can then refer to somebody else so that's the best way to find me absolutely well again congratulations on your new position i mean the the ABC Carolinas is so fortunate to have you as a leader and your connections and your, your relatability and everything about you. I think people love 
and uh, I'm very fortunate that, that you're there. Well, thank you. Um, well, I appreciate the support you guys have given me throughout the years, and I look forward to many more. Absolutely. Well, we uh, we do as well. Uh, we look forward to getting a big old hug at some point in the future and sharing some drinks. That will be a blast. And thing, you know, it will. I will say this before we we close. It's things that you might have taken for granted, right? Like we got to do this, and and that's who we are. And even if it's just a Thursday night where you're going to grab a glass of wine with a with a colleague or a client, or it, mm-hmm. just, I just want to do that. You know what I mean? So I um, it's the little things, and I think we'll all appreciate it even more. And, uh, and Amy, thank you so much. If you are listening, please like, share, comment. Go check out ABC's Carolina. Go follow Amy Sullivan Hicks. She's a leader in this community. She's an awesome person. I'm blessed to know her, and, uh, and I can't wait to continue um, to grow with you, with ABC's Carolinas, and, and really everybody that you refer us to because you're probably one of our greatest referral sources. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, as well, and there it is, the Dunstan Group wow, Journal, that's right vintage. on. There. Look at that! Look at that! Vintage. Actually, I we had one left, and I found it because she she goes, I need that journal, and I found one more. And so she came awesome. and got it. Um, but no, Amy, thank you so much. You and your husband Donnie are awesome, and uh, and thank you so much for just being members of our community and in Gaston County as well. Um, you're awesome. So I really appreciate thank you, you for uh, for joining us. Thank you. Amy. All right. All Have right. a good one. See until, you soon. Until next time, you are listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.